Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Thanks for tuning in, guys. I'm Austin York with KRLD, and this is our one-on-one interview with Dallas Police Chief Eddie Garcia. I spoke to the chief about a couple of issues. One of the things is his violent crime prevention plan. To how the city and the department has received him since he arrived 14 months ago and any surprises along the way. Also, the chief really loves his cowboys, and I had to ask him where that came from. So join me now in our one-on-one interview with Chief Eddie Garcia. I guess I have to start with congratulations. Dallas is the only large city in America right now with a violent crime rate that's actually been dropping bucking the national trend and most of the city leaders around here have been praising your violent crime reduction plan for turning this thing around yeah thanks so first and foremost as i say often uh it, this is a direct relate a correlation to the amazing men and women that we have working on the dallas police department uh the collaborations that they're taking on with our communities and our neighborhoods that are impacted by crime uh, that's the reason the success uh, you know, whatever plan you have, you're a coach, as I bring sports analogies very often, a coach is only as good as his or her team, uh, and we have an amazing team. Uh, but obviously, as you look at uh, the way we started in 2021 and the way we finished, uh, we're dramatically different. Uh, I remember a news article coming out that I keep pinned uh, that said, I think in June, there was an article or a news story that came out that saying Dallas is on pace to surpass last year's homicide numbers and really sensationalized it. And I remember, I remember that article. I'll never forget it. Um, it's one of those things where as you look at the end of the year, you know, overall violent crime went down uh, over 9%. Aggravated assault went down. Robbery went down 29%. Murder went down 13.5%. Uh, and then in this year alone, we're continuing that trend. Right now, year to date, violent crime is down over almost 13.5%. And we have 341 less victims of violent crime today than we had last year coming off a year that the men and women of the Dallas Police Department uh, in our communities and our neighborhoods did a, a great job of, of, of reversing the trend that we were going in. And so we're going to continue that. Uh, the next step that we're doing is there's three parts to this plan. And so last year was only the first plan, first part. You know, going into this year, we have, we're concentrating on place network investigations, which is really looking at areas that are impacted by violent crime and look at it holistically, not just as a law enforcement issue, but from a city services issue to try to strengthen that area. And we're, and then the next part is focused deterrence, uh, talking to a group of individuals that are susceptible to a life of violent crime and letting them know that we're not going to tolerate violent crime in the city of Dallas and that we'll use all our tools and resources to ensure they don't hurt and prey on our city. 
but at the same time to let them know that if they need help, if they need resources, uh, if they need jobs, if they need job training, if they need housing, that we bring a holistic collective uh, approach to try to, to try to put them in the best path to succeed. Because ultimately, if they fail, someone else in our community will have been victimized. And so I believe it behooves us all to, to try to give some resources to individuals and let them know that we want them to succeed because if they don't, that means someone else has been victimized. And so those latter two parts of the plan are something that we're really launching this year and that we'll keep working on. Uh, and, and I'm hopeful that, the, that, our trend, uh, that our trend continues. I've covered the department for years, and, and when you took over, I think it's kind of fair to say that morale was at one of its lowest points that I've ever seen personally. Did you make that assessment as well, and and how did you combat that when you got in? There's no question about it. Uh, morale was down on the department for a myriad of reasons. I think nationally morale was down in law enforcement just based on the fact that in the last couple of years, honorable men and women that, that serve in this profession have felt vilified, have not felt supported, and that certainly lended to some of the internal morale issues that were occurring within the department for, for reasons you know, we all have our different leadership styles. And, you know, what I call myself a blue-collar chief uh, because if you look back at my career, you know, I've, I've, I've done an entry on a search warrant. Uh, I've interviewed homicide suspects. I've been on a perimeter on, at midnight when it's raining. Uh, you know, and, and so I understand where these men and women do and what they sacrifice. And I like to spend a lot of time with them. A lot of, I like to spend a lot of time on doing what they do. I go on patrol very often with them. And the mission I send to... You know, to, you know, I have four goals, and the four goals are to reduce violent crime in the city of Dallas, to increase community trust in the city of Dallas, to increase morale, and finally to ensure that the next chief of police from the city of Dallas comes from the city of Dallas. And I think when everyone starts seeing that this is not my plan, this is our plan, and you support your men and women when they're right. Listen, when, when, when my men and women are wrong, we'll hold ourselves accountable. But when we're right – Regardless of the outside noise, you have to be a police chief and a leader that's going to stand up to that noise and say, no, we were right. And more so in this profession than others, I mean, that is so important uh, to be able to look in the mirror at the end of the day and say that you did the right thing for your people when they were right. And I think just, just getting out, you know, the old Lincoln on leadership adages that you got to get out of your office and you got to get amongst your people. Uh, I like to practice that. Uh, I love this job. It's a fun job. I mean, yeah, being a chief is not easy. It's hard. I'm not going to say that, but I only do it because I love it. Um, and I think, I think my men and women can sense that I love it. Um, I support them, uh, and, and, and I think that's helped. Ultimately, you know, these numbers wouldn't be where they were at if these men and women weren't at a higher level of morale because, as I made mention earlier, uh, you're only as good as your team. So you took the reins last February. Any any surprises about the job or the city? Something you didn't expect that uh, popped up along the way? Yeah, I'll tell you this right now, and I say this all the time. And I, if I hurt people's feelings back in California, where I'm, where I came from, I apologize up front. But I truly am not used to the amount of support that our department gets from business, from city government. Uh, from our neighborhoods that are truly impacted by violent crime. You know, I've been in many, I'm not a stay in the office kind of chief, and there's not a neighborhood in the city of Dallas that's particularly impacted by violent crime, regardless of racial makeup, language spoken, or economic status, uh, that has ever wanted to see less of us. 
Um, and, you know, that trust is a special gift. And, you know, it's, it's almost as if no one's afraid to, say, to stand up and say to support law enforcement. And I tell you, it's refreshing because I come from a place where people are almost afraid to say to support law enforcement. And, you know, what I have found here is that, yes, absolutely. Do we need to be held accountable? Absolutely we do. Do, do, we, do we need to get better as a profession? Absolutely we do. Do we have blind spots we need to address? Of course. But that still does not negate people from standing up and saying, but I support our law enforcement. I have found that here. It certainly exists at the Capitol. Uh, and I'll be honest with you, I, 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 I'm, I'm relishing in it. And it's something that I don't take for granted because it simply doesn't occur everywhere. So that has surprised me uh, in a very, very good way. So i got to ask this. How is Dallas doing? Anything that the city could do to improve your fight against crime, uh, help uh, the department out? Well, it's in the violent crime. I mean, holistically, I mean, I think we're doing all the right things. I mean, and you know, like, like every city, I mean, cities have made their, you know, their, their hiccups or mistakes and recorrected, and that's all we can ever ask for. And I tell you, and I got asked this question earlier today at a meeting, and right now, I mean, as it's gone so far, you know, everything that we were asking our council, we have a supportive council, a great supportive city manager, an unbelievable supportive mayor, and Mayor uh, Johnson. Uh, not going to find a more supportive mayor in the country for law enforcement than Mayor Johnson. Uh, so, you know, so again, I mean, I think right now we're on the right track, and we need to continue to go that way to go to the department and, and make sure that we cover our blind spots. Okay, I don't think I was the only one that noticed this, but during the season I saw a lot of tweets coming from you, mentions of the Dallas Cowboys, and being that you're a no-cow guy, where did all that love for the Cowboys come from? Man, I have been a Cowboy fan since uh, – so I was born in Puerto Rico. I moved to California when I was young. I learned how to speak English there. I was a Cowboy fan before I learned English. I've been a Cowboy fan since the I've been a Cowboy fan since the mid seventies. I'm, I'm a I'm a Cowboy for life. Living in San Jose, I bet you got a lot of grief from those Niner fans. Well, uh, you know it's funny you say that. Yeah, my two favorite teams are the Cowboys and whoever the 49ers play, and that has and that has been my mantra ever since I was young. So yes, there was a lot of good battles that we had through the years of the Niners. I certainly took a hard time this last year. It was not easy. Uh, so yes, I, I've gotten a very, very hard time. Generally speaking, I, I'm the one that could be bragging, uh, this year I was not so lucky. All right, chief. Thanks so much for talking with us today. Really appreciate your time. It was excellent fun and I'll give you the last word. No, no. I mean, I think this was great. I'll just say that, uh, it's great to be here. Uh, I know I've been here 14 months, uh, you know, and, uh, and we, there's a lot of good things that are going on. I'm really excited the direction of the department and you really we're going to continue on those four goals that i have and the ultimate goal is to make dallas the safest largest city in america and i'm and i'm confident that with our men and women and our community support that we're going to get there the room again uh 1240 down at the end Ooh, what's that sammy don't touch that that's someone's old food here we are do you have the key you have both of ours oh right not working rub it come on 
Try flipping it over. Seriously. Why should we go inside? Give me yours. You have mine. All right. Please, if you could just... why aren't you opening the Can everyone just shut the... Don't go there. Go on a real vacation. Go RVing. Learn more at GoRVing.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.